from San Diego, California, it's the Frug Life Podcast with your host, Ricky Hershey. Welcome to the Frug Life. Today's episode is called, What is OTC and Should You Trade It? Before we talk about the OTC market, let's talk about stock exchanges in general. A stock exchange is a place where you buy and sell stocks. In the olden days, people used to physically gather in a place in Wall Street and would buy and sell stocks. And I think you'd have to like call someone who would talk to somebody else who was physically there. Nowadays, you can just trade using an online brokerage. In the United States, there are two main stock exchanges, the New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ. So what are they? The New York Stock Exchange is slightly more expensive to register on. And when I say slightly more expensive to register on, I'm talking about for the company that registers on the stock exchange. So if you want your stock to be traded on the New York Stock Exchange, you have to pay them a fee and then an annual fee. And in a way, it's maybe slightly more prestigious, or at least it used to be. The NASDAQ used to have a reputation of only having tech stocks, but that isn't so much the case nowadays. Now, there are a few minor regulatory differences between the two exchanges, but really to a normal investor, uh, you they probably don't even know which exchange a given stock is listed under. To everyday people, it really doesn't matter. But beyond the major exchanges, there are others or one that really isn't an exchange at all. It's called OTC or over-the-counter. Over-the-counter stocks have less regulatory oversight. In fact, a coworker of mine was telling a crazy story about finding fraud at an OTC client. With this lack of oversight, these stocks tend to be riskier. And in general, risk needs to be compensated with reward. However, I'm not sure actually if these OTC stocks are adequately compensated for that risk. I don't know the answer to that. I was reading on the Charles Schwab website about OTC recently, and it had some great insights which I want to share with you now. So there are different tiers of OTC markets. OTC QX is considered the highest level of OTC market securities based on the amount of available information. In order to be eligible for this tier, the firms must be current on all regulatory disclosures, maintain audited financials, cannot be a penny stock or a shell corporation, or be in bankruptcy. The next is the OTC QB, which is for early stage or growth companies. The companies must have a minimum bid price of one cent. These companies must be current in their regulatory reporting and have audited financial statements in accordance with GAAP, U.S. Generally Accepted Accounting Principles, and these companies cannot be in bankruptcy. So I think the big difference between these is that the QX cannot be a penny stock, but the QB can be a penny stock. Next is pink sheets, where there is no minimal financial standards. This can be pretty much anything. There is very limited information here, and these are very risky. And then there's the, quote, gray market. Gray market securities are not quoted by broker-dealers due to a lack of investor interest, lack of financial information, or lack of regulatory compliance. And you can go to the Charles Schwab website to find more information on this. I'll have a link below. I personally use Charles Schwab, 
and actually looked up an OTC stock using Charles Schwab's service and found that I could buy it without paying any fees, which I thought was crazy. That's crazy what we can do today. But that being said, due to the lack of transparency in many OTC stocks, due to the fact that I'm not sure that this increased risk is adequately compensated, in general, I say to stay away from OTC stocks. The last point I wanted to make real quick is just because a stock has increased transparency or an audit opinion does not necessarily make it a good investment. When auditors give audit opinions, they're not saying that this company is a good or a bad investment. Instead, all they're saying is that management's representations on their financial statements are accurate. So management might give information that indicates that they're a bad investment, and then the auditors will write an audit opinion, but they won't opine on the quality of the investment. They're just opining on the accuracy of the data. And that opinion they provide is limited in scope to what it applies to. The company management may make additional statements that the opinion will not cover. But really, this is an entire topic for itself, perhaps another day. Also, to my knowledge, I don't think you can use Robinhood, Webull, or SoFi to trade these stocks. But you can, like I said, with Charles Schwab. I think you can with E-Trade and some of the other traditional online brokerages. But last, I actually want to talk about a specific OTC stock, which we will after this break. Okay, welcome back. So there's a specific OTC stock I wanted to discuss, and that's called iConsumer. Are you familiar with Honey? Basically, it's this browser add-on. Oh my goodness, I sound like an ad. That you add to your web browser, it gives you discounts on stuff, and you get rewards for using it. iConsumer is basically the same type of thing. Except, in addition to just getting money back, you can also get stock in their company. So that is why I own some stock in this company, because it was given to me for free, in part just for signing up, but also for downloading their add-on and buying some stuff online and getting some stock as a reward. So I've enjoyed my experience using the company. I recommend you get that and probably Honey as well. I'll have links to both in the show notes, but I'd recommend signing up for iConsumer. You'll get some free stock just for signing up, and I get some too for using my link which is really helpful to the show because the show is out of corporate sponsors. So it is you, the listeners, who are entirely supporting the show. But also it's good for you too because you get your own stock. You can have your own OTC stock and basically have no risk because you didn't put any money into it. So you can experience firsthand the OTC market. iConsumer also has some cool features. They have, a, I think, a shareholder academy, they call it, where they talk about principles of investing and talk about finance. It's helpful. I think you will enjoy it. And they just have an emphasis on education as well. I think they also have one of the season one Shark Tank sharks involved in it somehow. You'll have to check it out when you sign up. So in short, that is the one OTC stock I own, and I recommend that you check it out too. You can't beat the price of free. As always, this is not investment advice. I have not taken your individual situations into consideration. I'm just providing general information. Thanks for listening to today's show. 
If you have questions you would like on the show, please reach out to me and we can cover any topic you want. Or if you have other questions on iConsumer or some other company, I'd be happy to talk about them with you. Anyways, have a great week and stay frugal. Ricky. I'm back. This is a little bonus segment. So one nuance I didn't cover is that OTC stocks are not traded on a formal exchange. Instead, OTC stocks are traded with like a network of broker dealers. So an analogy for this is actually the game RuneScape, if you've ever played it. In RuneScape, they introduced something called the Grand Exchange, which is a place where players can buy and sell items in a centralized location, and it's an exchange, like it implies. When you buy something on the Grand Exchange, you'll buy it at market price, because the exchange pairs the buyers and the sellers together. Whoever is selling at the lowest price will be paired with the buyer who is willing to pay that much, vice versa. Prior to the introduction of the Grand Exchange, though, when players wanted to buy something, they'd have to either trade directly with each other, so a buyer would have to find a seller, and vice versa, or there were broker-dealers, in a sense of the word. People that were willing to buy from one group of people, and then find the people that want to buy from them in turn. So if you wanted to buy the best armor in the game, for instance, you could run around shouting that you want to buy it, or you would ask around and your friend would know a guy who knew a guy that had some inventory of that armor, rune armor, and you would trade with them. And so OTC is more like that, that there are people who hold, these broker-dealers who hold shares and are willing to sell them because they bought them from someone else, thinking that they'd sell them later and take a cut. Versus the big exchanges, the New York and NASDAQ, where all the buys and all the sell orders are centralized in one location. All right. Well, thanks again for listening. I'm going to go play some RuneScape now.